Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Hello. Welcome to River Radio and another episode of The Magic Moment. I'm hurting, baby.
Sugar, Moon 5 on River Radio, the magic moment. Hello, Josh. Dude, it is so good to be back on the magic radio on River Radio. Wow. <laughs> and you know what, Josh? Just spent my water everywhere. Love that. Probably just uh, caused some electrical faults. But, you know, this is live radio. We love to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. We just got to keep rolling with the punches. We might be electrocuted momentarily. So if the broadcast just cuts out, that's why. So I've literally just seen the station manager, Tara, peg it yeah. out of the radio station. There. I mean, you're off to a great start. Absolutely <laughs> love that. This is, this, is, this is why we love live radio, Josh. Well, I tell you what, that was most certainly a magic moment. It or really was. Maybe more of a tragic moment, I would say. And we've got a few tragic moments coming up eh Josh we do we're just full of them really <laughs> and you're just adding to the list and Josh I've got to say how's your week been this week you know what dude usually when you ask me that I say how I've sat indoors and mm-hmm. guess what this time I didn't let the clutches of winter beat me and I went out with my sister paddle boarding oh how was that freezing so cold I mean I got like a brain freeze just from diving in the water <laughs> Honestly, I I don't know if I recommend it. It's very you wake up very quick, mm-hmm. much I more bet. yeah, much more than a coffee would. But well, do you know what? Fair play, Josh. I certainly didn't do any paddle boarding this week, but massive respect. Thank you, mate. Well, what did you do this week? Um, just knocked over a glass over ten thousand pounds worth of equipment. Love well, dude, that. you know what? That's a bucket list for sure. <laughs> It was my intention, and it paid off. Well done. Well, I wouldn't say it's your intention live, but eh, you just did. <laughs> just did. There we go. Can't take that back. Love nope. that. Um, Josh, you know what? Yeah. I'm kind of excited, mate. Of course, it's Saturday. It's the weekend. It is. And this week's a pretty special one because in just over a week, it is Halloween. Ooh. How do you feel, Josh? I feel spooked and scared after that sound mm, effect. Well, you know, I love to scare you, so, and that was that is how I do it these days, Josh. Absolutely, from knocking over glasses and spooky ghost sounds. You so know, it's like a horror film, this. dude. You really walk in horror film, literally. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. <laughs> People have said worse. Yeah, I think that's the sweetest thing I said to you just there. So, in the first five minutes of the show, lovely listeners, I've knocked over some water and I've been called a walking horror film. <laughs> you know what? That's a really good one, actually. I'm going to keep that in the Thank bag you, and use it. Do. Have you got a favourite horror film, or, or we could say least favourite, depending on on your perspective of horror films? Well, I would just like to quickly say something and, and ask you a question before we delve into Josh, that. Josh, go ahead. Horror films are very interesting, I think, because... They are the few films that I both love and absolutely hate watching. Mm, like I, I know I, what you mean, Josh. Yeah, I enjoy watching. It's like going on a roller coaster ride on your couch with your friends. However, I'm covering every single viewing and listening <sighs> part of my body every Literally. time I watch it. Yeah, you, it's, it's like you can't look away, mm-hmm. but you you want to keep watching. But also, sometimes I think, why am I putting myself through this? <laughs> sometimes be visual torture <laughs> literally yeah it's a strange thing to enjoy but yet i really do any ones you uh, you would watch again or want to watch this week uh that's a great question i mean i really like one called it's it follows it's not super scary it's more of like a really well done story and so for someone who's a bit of a baby when it comes to scary films it's a great mm. choice for me you get a bit of a spook mm-hmm. minus majority of the scare Interesting. Yeah. You know, Josh, I've got a little story about when I went to see a horror film once. Do you? Yeah, it was uh, it was a bit of a, a bit of a spooktacular event. Was it the mirror? It- <laughs> <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> I'm joking, mate. Only joking. You're Seriously, Greek god, as I've said before. Can you get me some burn cream? Because yeah, that was uh, whew, pretty bad. Sorry, well, mate. I once went to see Woman in Black at the cinema, Josh, mm. which is a 12. Firstly, how is that a 12? I remember that film, yeah. That was absolutely terrifying. There's one point where, spoiler alert, but one point where Daniel Radcliffe puts his hand 
on a mirror, mm. on a sort of mirror window thing. We've all been there. Exactly. And, and as the hand touches the window, mm. the woman in black's face vroom, appears. Oh. Let me tell you, Josh, I let out a blood-curdling scream in the packed cinema. Oh. It was so <laughs> embarrassing. I wanted the whole world to swallow me up, Josh, seriously. Oh, that is. That's a tragic moment right there. It was uh, a tra- you know, I should have saved that for tragic moments. Maybe. Oh, but you know what? It's a great one. I have a very similar story to go super quick. Go ahead. I was trying to be a big macho boyfriend watching a bit of a scary TV show with mm-hmm. my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And so we're watching this show. And, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not scary. Trying to put on a brave face. Uh-huh. Obviously inside, just terrified. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, honestly, it's this nice scene daytime bright skies and these two main characters are chatting not the time you expect to be spooked and out of nowhere this like zombie thing jumps up in the screen oh my and my girlfriend first off didn't phase her one bit didn't even jump nothing uh, nothing me on the other hand i leapt from the sea and screamed and i'll never forget the look she gave me she was just full of disappointment <laughs> Was there was there was there another date on the cards after that one? Luckily for me, yes. She's very forgiving, but you know what? <laughs> I think the roles change in the relationship there. Now I'm clinging on to her in horror films, you know. <laughs> oh, that is pretty. <laughs> I know it's well, very tragic. Note to self: don't go on any more dates if there's a horror film involved. Yeah, obviously. Honestly, I screamed so loud. Well, that sounds like another tragic moment, Josh. And we've of course got tragic moments coming up. Where else have we got on the show this week? Do we have tons of stuff? We have ways to beat boredom with winter coming. Oh, I hear we have some good like magic we have a bit of magic mm. we've also got a bit of a, a fun game where uh, well all will be revealed josh but something through magic and uh, truth and lies and we've also got an interview with the head of slough vaccination center it does sound a lot more fun than it actually sounds right now <laughs> oh it's, uh, gonna, it's gonna, gonna be amazing it's gonna be great it really is i'm looking forward to that interview it's gonna be a good show but first of all we've got lonely joel Corey. this is one of my favorite songs josh and we're playing it now live on river radio the magic moment Joel Corey with Lonely. Enjoy. You were the one who said it's over. Now you want to come back. So take your hand off my shoulder. This time it's not like that. Cause I know where your heart's at. I know you like to be alone. But hey, be lonely when you see me doing well. That's when you call. You are 
Joel Corey on River Radio. Josh, we are back for another edition of The Magic Moments. Oh, excited to be back and what a great song. I think we can both relate to that one, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Lonely. Hmm, I don't know what you mean. Well, not at all. <laughs> well, especially during winter, Josh, sometimes, mm. you know, obviously we're doing this radio show every single week, which we love doing. Oh, but, so fun. Uh, you know, there can be times where it can be difficult to not feel bored or you're inside, you're looking out the window, it's raining. Yeah. What do you do in those situations? Well, mate, thank you so much for that segue into the new segment. <laughs> it's not rehearsed or scripted no, in any way. No, That was very natural. I like it. Fast. I just, just came off the top of my tongue, you know. Oh, so interesting. Well, considering you have, uh, that's a very lucky because the next segment is called Beat Boredom. And this segment is basically all about sharing with you, the listener, ways to beat boredom during this winter. I find, especially in the UK, during the winter months, things just get colder, wetter, and damper. And that motivation you had in summer to get out, make the most of the day, meet with friends, it starts to fade. And honestly, by January, myself included, I'm just kind of sitting watching TV every evening, and I feel worse for it. Boredom beats me. But now it's time. We beat it back. Now, uh, Josh, I've got a lot of questions. Go for it. But if someone asks me to beat boredom, mm. my first thought is, how? Well, that is a great first thought to have. <laughs> and that's the first thought that I will be taking on today. Go ahead. So I think, honestly, there's many ways. But with these tips to beat boredom, I've focused on stuff that you can do rain or shine, mm-hmm. sunny or not at all. Like mm-hmm. in the middle of the night if you want to. Mm-hmm. And the first one is one that you really don't mind getting wet for. And that is wild swimming. Oh! (laughs) No, I know. Brutal. Do you know what, Josh? I've got to stop you there because when you say those two words, my whole body freezes. (laughs) And for good reason. Me and Patrick have had a lot of experience in wild swimming situations. Mm -hmm. And I would say we scream more in that situation than we do when watching horror films. (laughs) It's that moment of getting in the water and your whole body just sort of tenses up, Josh. Oh, it, no, it is absolutely as brutal as it is beautiful. Mm. But the thing is, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's rainy, sunny or not, that, wh- that um, water is going to be cold. And mm-hmm. the colder it is, the harder it is to get in. But once you're out, you feel amazing. It's so true. Oh, it really is. And Oh, please go ahead, well, mate. I was just going to say, Josh, the amazing thing is that once you're in that water, you've only got to be in there for one second, two seconds. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, if you went in for 10 seconds, Josh... It would, li- I don't, maybe I'm over exaggerating here, please tell me, but I feel like that could change your whole day. 
Oh, absolutely. It's a total mood switch. You jump in that freezing water with a friend. You're both screaming. You're in a cool place, just wild swimming. doesn't matter if, if you only even dip a foot in. Mm. Honestly, it's getting out of the house, being there in that location, whether it be a river, a puddle, a pond, or a lake. Anything. Jumping in. Any weather, obviously do it safely. Check the mm. waters before. There's lots of great guides online, on YouTube, on the web. But honestly, for me, I've found that even if it's raining outside, mm-hmm. you jump in that water and it doesn't matter what the weather's doing at all because mm. you're in your own battle yourself trying to stay in there. And it's even funner with friends because you're both together screaming and it's like a real bonding experience. Well, Josh, my question to you is, do you fancy after this show hopping in the River Thames right now. Sound good? <laughs> Honestly, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I'm only oh, joking. you really love that, don't you? <laughs> we'll beat boredom tomorrow, mate. How about that? <laughs> Let's beat boredom next year. Yeah. <laughs> well, let, okay. Let's say we, we've we've gone in the water. Mm-hmm. We've had a great time. What's next? Honestly, what's next? You can do lots of things. But again, sticking with whether it's rainy or sunny, because we know in England it's always raining. Mm -hmm. Other stuff you can do just to rattle them off Mm. is board games, learn a language on Duolingo, and learn to cook or bake. I mean, for me, I thought I hated cooking. Mm -hmm. But honestly, it's really fun just to search up a random very easy recipe online Mm -hmm. and try it out especially if you're with your family it's just a really fun thing to do I will just say one thing Josh go for it about Duolingo Mm. biggest bully ever oh yeah that owl is mean dude if you miss one day it's like (laughs) oh sorry uh, what were you doing last week you're a bit busy for me were you it's like getting interrogated by the police (laughs) I feel guilty where were you at (laughs) 8pm you've missed your classes for two days sir well clearly you don't want to learn Spanish bye no I I don't if you speak to me like that Duolingo that owl is brutal sometimes I expect to wake up middle of the night take away the curtains and just see it sitting in the garden staring (laughs) where you been Josh I'm knocking on your door, Josh, tomorrow. Okay, I'll, I'll learn Spanish. I'll learn Spanish. Whatever you say, boss. Yeah. But, you know, it's a good way to beat boredom. Oh, it is. And it's a, it is a great app, minus the bully bird. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what, Josh? I love beating boredom with you. And I love listening to our next song, Beautiful Coldplay, playing to you on River Radio. Lovely. Beautiful world, beautiful life. Change for
beautiful Coldplay, one of their brand new songs playing to you live on River Radio. And Josh, if you've got any other ideas of how to beat boredom, which, you know, I'm sure will come up this week, you can, of course, send us an email, studio at river.radio. Absolutely. We'd love to hear how you've decided to beat boredom. Get as creative as you want. Just go for it. Will you be sending in an email this week? Oh, if I can think of anything. <laughs> if anything comes up. <laughs> kind of shot it all out in that one segment, getting a bit sweaty now. Yeah, exactly. yeah rattling, rattling them through. Yeah. Uh, well, we've actually got quite an exciting magic moment this week because, of course, here at River Radio on the Magic Moments, Josh, we love to celebrate people and things in the community uh, that are really bringing some magic uh, to, to the world, to our local community. And one of those things is the amazing vaccine rollout programme that's been happening uh, over the last uh, number of months and we are joined very lucky to be joined on the phone in the studio uh, by Jamie Green who is the One Slough Volunteer Operations Manager and also the co-chair of One Slough. Jamie thanks so much for coming in. No worries it's good to be here thank you. And, and Jamie just uh, t- tell us a bit about sort of what your what your role is um, uh, within One Slough and, and what's what sort of what what really is that? So One Slough is every every town has a um community response hub and one slough is a community response hub for slough and since covid started community response hubs have been created up and down the country to you know work with the community to work against the 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 covid virus and uh you know help everybody that needs help and make sure that our communities get the support that they need and 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 how how has that all been going how's how's it been going the last few months with this big rollout that's been happening in slough Yep, so um, with the rollout of the vaccine and all that stuff, it's been interesting because there's been lots of different cohorts coming through. And at the moment, we're actually running pretty much everything. Um, So at the vaccine site, we've got boosters going at the moment. We've got people coming for their first jabs. We've got people coming for their second jabs. Um, We are all the way down to 16-year-olds at the moment. 16-year-olds can come along and get their jab just as a walk-in. They can just turn up. Anyone can just turn up for their vaccine at the moment. And as of next week, we have 12 to 15-year-olds coming as well. Wow. So, so, so if, if someone hasn't had their jab yet and they did want to, Jamie, what, how would be the best way to go about that? Um, well, I always, say it's, it, I always think it's always best to book regardless, but you can just turn up and walk in. You know, so to book, you can book, on the, you can book on the online system, the national system. Um, and, and you know you just book online and uh, they will get that all sorted and you come along and you, you just pretty much walk in a little bit quicker and you don't have to do anything on the day if you don't if you don't do that you just have to give a couple of details and then you're in as well anyway so it, you know you can do a walk-in service or you can um, pick a time that you would like to come on the online system and book that and and, and how has it been for you Jamie doing these uh, doing this job in the last few months have you have you sort of enjoyed it have there have there been any real great moments for you over the last uh, uh, bit of time i mean i think 
initially, you know, we actually started in December of last year. We were one of the first um, vaccination centres to start up, and we were actually the first which had uh, dual purpose. So we actually have at the Salt Hill site, we have the mass vaccination site, which is one of the national sites that you hear about. And we also have all the local GPs working on the site as well at the same time. So it was unique. It was, and it was um, the first, the first one to open. Um, so it was really exciting at that point, and we were. It was kind of interesting because we were learning as we went along. So yeah. you know, initially, initially, in, at those times, it was quite cold. And the first day, I remember, we were told what to do initially. We were given, you know, instructions. This is how you're going to do it. And we said on the on the second day, we said, actually, we think we can really improve this system. So instead of inviting over ninety year olds to queue outside the building, we invited them to queue in their cars instead and just wait in the cars until it was time to go in, which was, you know, and that for me was actually a bit of a defining moment because we realised how important it was that the volunteers had a voice and could contribute to the process because otherwise they'd have just kept queuing, queuing, you know, over 90-year-olds outside the building, which isn't, isn't what you want. And uh, and I noticed you said that you spoke about the volunteers there, Jamie. Um, you know, you know, there's so many uh, amazing volunteers who sort of uh, keep uh, the um, centre running and the centres all across the UK running. If any of our listeners would uh, like to volunteer, are you looking for volunteers? Is there a way for them to be able to sign up to to do something like that? We are constantly looking for volunteers, especially at the moment, because, um, you know, at this point, a lot of people have gone back to work and everyone can kind of do their own thing and go out. You know, initially at the start, there was nothing for anyone to do. And you know what? Going to the vaccine centre, that's something for me to do was, was kind of the attitude. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was great. And it was the new pub. You know, you saw you saw 15 people and it, it was the new pub. You weren't seeing 15 people anywhere else. Um, but now, you know, everyone's everyone's busy and the world is returning to normal. However, we still need to get these jabs in people's arms and protect all the vulnerable people, our elderly, and also now protecting young people as well and children um, who, you know, are recognised as people that have, have in the past been left to just catch it and spread it, you know, which is a bit, a bit crazy. So it's great that they're getting the opportunity to have the jab now. Um, and if people want to volunteer, they just need to go to oneslough.org.uk and press the button that says sign up to volunteer now. And that will get them on our system. And within a day, they can then be clicking on the shifts that they want to um, sign up for and coming along to the vaccine centre and helping us roll out this vaccine. Well, Jamie, we, we really appreciate you coming on the show and, and talking a bit about the vaccine rollout. And I really hope that people uh, get behind it and, and get involved. In it. And I think, you know, from all of us at River Radio, thank you for all the work that you're doing, because, uh, you know, I know how, how long you've been doing this for. And I think you're doing a fantastic job. So uh, thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you, Patrick. Always a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, we, we, we really appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, we really uh, wish you all the best with the rest of the vaccine rollout, Jamie. And that was Jamie Green from One Slough speaking to us live on River Radio. We're going to have a bit of music now. One of my uh, favourite songs, KSI Holiday on River Radio. <laughs> I wanna wake up every morning feeling better Cause I know you're sleeping by my side And every moment we're together I remember just to keep it all for you and I I see that body in the sunlight Feeling the heat and it feels right I wanna do this for the rest of my life Oh, I know, I know you know the vibe I wanna stay with you every night 
you and me underneath the lights I'm always good when you're by my side I know you know you're on my mind You really make me come alive I wanna be here for the rest of my life Looking for sun rays Needing them good days Fly me KSI Holiday on River Radio. River Radio. Yeah. Hey, Josh is back. I'm back, mate. That was such a great interview, though. Do, do you know what? It was so great to speak to Jamie. And on the Magic Moments, we like to have a laugh, Josh. Oh, we do. We, we like to celebrate people who are magic. And do you know what? People like Jamie and all the volunteers and all of the, you know, to be honest, the people who developed the jabs. Mm. I mean, that's amazing. Oh, it's just amazing. The, they're what's really magic, eh, Josh? Oh, it really is. I mean, I remember going in for my jab and just seeing that people give up their time to help others and to help this rollout. I just think that alone is just such a beautiful and lovely thing. People don't mm. have to do that. They're volunteering mm. their time. And time is so precious and people are helping each other with it. You are so right, Josh. And just echoing that, you know, what Jamie said, if you visit oneslout.co.uk and press volunteer now, you can sign up in less than five minutes and you won't regret it. You're going to meet great people and you're going to be part of, of a big, you know, one of the biggest vaccine rollouts in the world. What a magical thing. Absolutely, it's like being part of history. It really is. And talking of magic, Josh, mm-hmm. it's time for our next segment. How do you feel? I feel very excited, Patrick, especially with that oh, <laughs> ominous <yeah>. sort of intro. <laughs> Slightly scared as well, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, but this is called, and it's very important how I say this, Josh, mm. this is called Now That's Magic. 
Oh, I noticed the flick at the end. Could you try that for me now, Josh? I'll give it one go. I've, I've learned from the master yeah, in front of, course, of me here. Of course. Now that's magic. Oh, very nice. Oh, that was pretty good, Josh. You know what, dude? I've been practicing for years, and to hear you say that's just so grateful. And what can I say? Well, you know, Josh, the reason I say now that's magic is because mm. in this game, I will be giving you three scenarios, Josh. Three of them. Now, of course, as some of the listeners may know, I work as a magician, and as a magician, you learn about a lot of horror stories of things that have happened in the past, tricks that have gone wrong, all sorts of things. And I'm going to give you three examples, Josh. Now, one of these is going to be true. One of them will actually have happened in history. At some point in history, this will have happened. Mm -hmm. The other two, I've just totally made up. Okay, okay. So it's like one truth, two lies. Exactly. It's to do with magic. But magic-y. Magic-y, exactly. Now, I'm going to give you these three. How are you feeling about that, Josh? Feeling magical, mate. Love that. Let's go. <laughs> First one. A magician is on stage. As they do. <laughs> That's the end. Wow. Well, I don't know. Hmm, is that a truth? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, as the magician is about to start a card trick, a volunteer or someone in the audience secretly sneaks up up the steps of the stage, goes behind the... This is a male magician. Goes behind the magician and he pulls down the magician's pants no. live on stage and it's about a thousand seat theatre it's in the West End oh my goodness. theatre called Her Majesty's Theatre um, where they used to host uh, the Live at the Palladium there's uh, nothing magic about uh, that sorry not Live at the Palladium um, Royal Variety Performance it's I'm not glad magical. you made that distinction because I was going to get mad exactly I'm about to realise um, pull down the pants in front of the whole audience oh my goodness it's a the nightmare. magician goes off stage and he doesn't perform probably for about seven years then he comes back but he is Whoa. very upset by this as you as uh, fair enough I as think that is be. fair and uh, some of the critics said his performance was pants oh there <laughs> it is mate well done I'm here all week I'm here all oh, week oh dear and this will be our last show on River Radio <laughs> uh, that's the first one Josh I'll okay. ask for your thoughts at the end but let's go straight into the second one it's definitely believable there's a, a famous magic trick where you guess the lottery numbers um, where you say it's a trick, of course, but oh, you, okay. you basically get someone in the audience to think. So, for example, if I was to say, Josh, mm. um, give me um, give me eight numbers right now, the first eight one-digit numbers you can think of. Six, nine, four, two, zero, eight, eleven. No, I can't do that one. I got scared. Seven, six, two. Perfect. No more. Let's I'll not there. do any more. So what I would have done if I was the magician, Josh, if Slap I would have... me. Exactly. Yeah, probably yeah, for that performance. <laughs> I would have jotted down those numbers and I would have then said, in my pocket, and this is a real trick magicians do, is a lottery ticket and that lottery ticket is those exact numbers. People can say, how did he know that? That you're going to see those numbers. Anyway, the magician does this trick. He hands the lottery ticket out. Is it a real lottery? A real lottery ticket. It always is a real one. On that Friday, Josh, the person who he gives the lottery ticket to, of course, cashes it in. He won twenty nine million pounds on the lottery. The volunteer won twenty nine million pounds. Josh, that's I'm amazing. Not joking. Now that's magic. That is magic, but it's also quite tragic for the magician because he bought that lottery oh, ticket right. <laughs> yeah. and he handed it out. Oh, he just—he literally gave away twenty nine million. He pounds. literally handed out a lottery ticket to a volunteer who he'd never met oh. as part of a magic trick. And that lottery ticket was worth twenty nine million pounds. That is absolutely brutal. That's that is, brutal. I mean, I'm sure you'd be happy for the person, but you would also be mm. thinking as you're packing away your packs of cards, 
you know, in, in yeah. like a public toilet. <laughs> just go, yeah. Just thinking. He drives by. <laughs> drives by in the Lamborghini. Bye, it's a great you. show, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'll book you next year. <laughs> oh, brutal. The final one, Josh, uh-huh. is a car vanish. A magician tries to vanish a car. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pulls up a thing, like a cloth, over mm-hmm. the car. Pulls it down. And inside the car, the car gets pulled up. Inside the car, when he pulls it back down, are two people kissing in the car. <laughs> Wait, what? Was it part of the magic trick? No, they just snuck in? They snuck in. That's why. He pulls it down. Was this at a show? At a show. He pulls up the curtain. Why? Says, I'm going to make the car vanish. Pulls it down, and it's just two people inside <laughs> kissing, and that's the whole trick. So they thought, they thought, oh, this is a great magic show. I yeah. tell you what would be a great place to make out. <laughs> yeah. Let's go up on stage. They snuck that's into mad. the car, started making out. That's that is mad. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely mad. That's tragic. That's tragic with a side <laughs> of magic right there. <laughs> All right, so I have to decide which three of those. So is we've true. got, and I've written these in my notes: pants down on stage, lottery ticket handout, or kissing in the car oh man they're all believable that's the problem you mm. didn't go wild with it no I you didn't be like abducted by aliens yeah i thought you know that was uh reserved for next week <laughs> <laughs> all right okay so one truth two lies mm-hmm. i'm gonna say truth i just have a feeling about mm, it much like a, a sniffer dog would i'm gonna have to build it up a bit josh okay build it please you're about to tell us live on river radio which one you're gonna say can i just confirm is a truth absolutely the stage is yours. Okay, I hope no one pants me while I'm up here. <laughs> <laughs> Repeat they, no history. one would see anyway, don't worry, because oh, you're on the radio. Dude, you're so polite. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to go for... I've forgotten. Okay, I've re-remembered. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've re-remembered. The tension is killing me. <laughs> I totally did that for suspension effect. Okay, I'm going to go for the lottery ticket. I think that was true. Josh. Come on. You went for lottery ticket. This is my lottery right now. Where a magician gave out a twenty-nine million pound lottery ticket to <laughs> a random volunteer, and the volunteer cashed it in and kept twenty-nine million pounds. <laughs> and the magician is still working today as a magician. As you said, it, it sounds less believable, but yes, I'm going for it. You thought pants down on stage and kissing in the car was fake, and Josh, you were correct. Yes. Yeah. You are a complete hero, Josh. How are you feeling right now? Dude, I'm feeling on top of the world. I feel like I won that 29 million. Oh, well, uh, oh my gosh, my mic is being switched off as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly I've forgotten my pin to my bank account. (laughs) That's amazing. I can't believe that. Bless the magician. You know what, mate? That magician's a lovely guy. He's still working today. Is he? And he didn't get any of that money, which is, I mean, I guess fair enough because it's not his Aww. money, but also like... Chuck him a million. Chuck, that's the thing. I think for half a million, it's not nothing if you've got 29 million. No, yeah, come on. You know, but, you know, what a story, though. What a story to that tell you That is an amazing... Hey? Does he say... Have you met him before? Has he said anything about it? Like, yeah, does I, he feel okay with it? What I would say, Josh, is, you know, like a lot of these things, it was great media coverage. It was all over the news mm. when it happened, and actually it did boost him as a magician. He was able to get his name out quite a lot because he was the you know sort of magician who made someone win the lottery so he kind of was able to cash in on that right uh, so you know fair play to me he stayed positive uh, and uh, you know he's a really nice guy as well so shout out to him uh, but the person who got their pants pulled down and the kissing in the car was figments of my imagination <laughs> oh dear. 
<laughs> the have first a strange one mind. Just replays in your mind all the time. I mean, that's a real fear, though. I'm sure you, as a practicing magician yourself, you must be afraid of that. Well, we're getting pants. Yeah. Now I have as you know, it has crossed crossed my mind a few times. You know, was this your card, and then just getting pants? You know, oh, it's traumatizing a, a room full of children. It'd be Literally, terrible, mate. A, a kids party. No, yeah. I mean, it, it, these are the risks you do as a performer, and so every time you go out there, it's an act of bravery, mate. Thank you. Well, you know, I, I don't have to go on about it, but you know. Can you get me a Victoria Cross? Oh, here's Cross? your medal, mate, all okay, right? Okay, okay. let's make a bit of a bigger thing about it. Can we go live on the River Radio Instagram? <laughs> yes, that, that's the echelon right there. <laughs> that's the top. That's what we're going for. Right? <laughs> you can't get much higher than that. Well, you can't. Josh, you have played the first ever version of Now That's... Magic? Oh, we can do a bit of that. Okay, give me one more time. You, you caught me off guard. Oh, sorry. Now That's... Magic? <laughs> I thought I got really dramatic you at that time. You've got to. And you know what, Josh? I can confirm. You have won the first ever version of Now That's Magic on River Radio. And we've got a bit of music to celebrate. This is Doja Cat.
with Say So on River Radio. What a tune, eh, Josh? What an absolute banger, mate. Classic. Classic Absolutely. stuff. And uh, we've actually got a classic segment, Josh, coming up for you on River Radio. We do a fan favourite according to our poll of zero. <laughs> Zero listeners said they thought it was amazing. Yeah, so we thought bringing it back for another show. Well, you know, and we did actually get a comment, Josh, from a listener. Did they? Where did they comment? Did they comment below? They did. They did comment. All right. And uh, it was actually uh, from my mum. Oh. uh, And uh, she said about the show, uh, great job. Oh, my goodness. Now that is high praise. That's that really is, sweet of her. You know, it, it brought a tear to my eye, Josh. You know, well, I, I, I kind of almost just didn't know what to say. Yeah, I know. Well, my mom said something similar. She said, "Hey, son, <laughs> you could do better. <laughs> you really could." Wow, it, it's really moving what parents say. Sometimes. Oh, it's so lovely. And uh, thank you to all of our uh, lovely listeners. We we always appreciate people who tune in to the Magic Moment with Josh and Pat. But now, Josh. What's coming up next? Now, what is coming up is the classic Would You Rather, or as I very sophisticatedly title it differently every time. But Mm -hmm. this time, I'm going to say, get some money, but a bad. Nice. Thank you, mate. It really rolls (laughs) off the tongue. Professionalism at its best. It rolls off the tongue. Uh, What's your question for me, Josh? Okay, so I have what I believe to be a pretty great one. Mm -hmm. Okay, so in this scenario, you have a pet dog. I know you don't, but in this scenario, you do. Once a month... Okay. That pet dog, you don't know when. Could happen at any time. Yep. Out in the walk in the park, mm-hmm. over the relatives for dinner. Mm-hmm. It will turn into a full-size crocodile. You don't know when. It'll just literally go bark, 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 into, into a full-size crocodile. And does and it will do what crocodiles do. Which is what? Be very aggressive and snappy. Is there a guaranteed survival rate in this? Hmm, no. I mean, you've got to be on edge. You're taking out Pup Pup for a walk. He could end up being a snap snap by the end of it. Sign me up anytime, Josh. <laughs> oh, I didn't even say how much money. <laughs> You're just doing it. But how much money would I be getting for you this? You know what, dude? I'll do you a great deal on okay, it. Okay, here we go. All right. I'll do it for $25 million. Sorry. Can we just say that one more time? How much? $25 million. Magic. I'm just going to say, Josh, I might have to say no to that because the risk, obviously, as a magician, I do kids' parties. <laughs> I do, you know, I might be taking a dog for a walk in a park. Mm. You know, not that I'd take my dog to a kids' party, but... Yeah, I would wonder why. Yeah. You're like, oh, you can pet it. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's just the worst eighth birthday ever. <laughs> I mean, it would be good magic. It's Larry the Crocodile. <laughs> Give him a piece of cake. I said, I mean, firstly, people would be amazed if I did that, like on stage or something, turning a dog into a crocodile... But how mm. long would it be a crocodile for, Josh? That's my next question. Honestly, just a couple hours. Oh, I thought you said a couple of seconds. A couple of hours. Okay. Yeah, a good, like, two to three hours, depends wow. on the day, how it feels. Oh, gosh, okay. And, uh, yeah, do you know what, Josh? The risk is just too high because we've actually seen crocodiles together, didn't we? We went to that place and uh, saw all those crocodiles. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, you, we held a crocodile. Oh, my God, we did. A baby crocodile? Yeah, yeah, oh, but, we... dude, the full-size ones. They Those were things massive. Are, dude, they're like dinosaurs. Genuinely, mm-hmm. you want to know what a dinosaur slash dragon looks like? Mm-hmm. Just the terrifying breed of two? Mm-hmm. It's a crocodile. It really is. They're humongous. They're, they're huge, and they're also, like, I mean, look, they're a, a feat of sort of design in terms of how they can actually attack their prey, but they are going to be... I would prefer literally almost any other animal than a crocodile, Josh. You've really gone hard this time. 25 million's not coming out your pocket quickly. (laughs) Yeah, mate, I've I've done you a tough deal, but a fair one in my eyes. Do you know what, Josh? I can now announce 
that I've made my decision. Okay, I thought you had already, but I'm, uh, let's hear a second decision. I had, but on reflection, I have uh-huh. got to say, Josh, I'm going to have to politely, just for safety and also for my own mental well-being, because I'd be in a state of high, kind of on edge <laughs> all of the time, because I'd be just thinking, my granny's sitting right there. <laughs> the dog petting the so, dog. <laughs> oh, Patrick, I love your dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think, just put it down. Yeah. It would be like having some sort of, you know, always on my mind. Yeah, that's understandable. Um, so I would have to politely say, Josh, it's a no from me. I respect I'm that. Sorry. And thank you for your time, mate. Would you like to know a very interesting fact before we move on about a crocodile? Josh, I love your facts and I love having you on the show. So go for it. Well, here you go. Bish, bash, bosh. Another fact coming at you live. River Radio, the magic moment. Okay. Yeah, yeah I can get a bit there, but there we go. <laughs> thought I'd give it a bit of an intro. All right. Crocodiles. Mm-hmm. The only way they die is they get too big and they can no longer eat to sustain their body mass. They don't die from old age. They can't die from diseases as well. But if they were left alone and they had enough to eat, they could live forever. They don't die of old age. Are you serious? Yeah, 100%. They just get bigger and bigger to the point where they can't eat enough to sustain their weight. And that's how they die. They starve usually. I mean, that is amazing. Isn't that insane? And they're so evil looking. No offense, any crocodiles listening. I don't mean to. Well, you know, we love our crocodile listeners. We do. We appreciate you guys in I the mean, swamps. They're listening right now, like, if they knew what I was really like, they wouldn't <laughs> speak to me like this. I'm a great guy, really. I'm just misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they would talk like that. Hey. Yeah, I love when I'm not eating people. I love playing bridge with my friends. Yeah, is that a gazelle? One second. <laughs> well, do you know what? I'm going to say all the love, Josh, but mm. that 25 million can stay in your bank. But my question for you, Josh, is a magic-themed question. Imagine I get a gig, Josh, at the O2 Arena, one of the biggest arenas in the UK. That'd be amazing. 25,000 people, okay? I'm about to do my own one-person show. There's 25,000 people coming to see me on a one-off show. I don't know how, you know. You've made it. I've made it somehow. This is going to be 10 years' time. I've made it as a magician. The dream came true. The dreams come true, you know. I'm doing my magic act. The listeners of River Radio, you know, they bought two tickets at the front. And, and oh. it's just really, my mum and my dad, it's just it's just incredible. <laughs> Double two. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the, the stadium's packed out, okay? Mm. And, Josh, I call you up five minutes before I go on stage. Okay. okay. Now, bear in mind, this is theoretical, of course, but I've made... I'm talking tens of millions as a magician, okay? Oh, congrats, mate. Thank you, mate. I appreciate it. So, so I call up well you. Done. and I, I'm, Can we actually act at this conversation right yeah, now? Yeah, of right? course. Okay, so I, where I'm just coming. I'm backstage right now? No, no, you're just at home or something. You're uh, just relaxed. Yeah, oh, you, you call me up on the phone. On the phone, you know, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. So you're, you're just living your life. Okay. Well, what, what, what's, your, what's your job, Josh? This is in 10 years' time. In 10 years' time? Yeah. A crocodile wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was coming. Okay. So you just finished wrangling a crocodile. Oh, mate, he got wrangled good. Make a little sound of that. We've got the... Okay. (laughs) Okay, bring, 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 bring. Good eye, mate. Uh, Hello. Sorry, can I speak to Josh uh, Josh, uh, Josh McCartney, also known as Josh the Intern? Oh, I'm Josh. I'm uh, sorry. I I thought I'd try an Australian accent. (laughs) Josh, there's no time for jokes, mate. Can we just be normal, mate? Please, you're really upsetting me. I've never liked you before, but I really don't like you (laughs) anymore. That's so kind of you. Thank you. Okay, Josh, um, uh, I'm having a lot of issues, mate. You know, I've got this big show at the O2 Arena. I'm about about to go on stage, 25,000 people. Look, mate. I can't do it. Wait, I, I, I'm too nervous. I, I, I can't. I, I've just. I looked at the curtain and I can't go on stage. Look, mate, I've got millions of pounds. I'll give you fifty million pounds. I'll bank transfer you the moment you do this. 
I just and I'll get a helicopter to come and pick you up. Oh, take you awesome. to the O2. We did bring my crocodile. We'll let the audience know you're going to be 30 minutes late. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go home, and you're going to go on stage, and you're just going to do stand-up comedy, or you're going to just <laughs> do something. You can you can do a magic trick. I don't know, but you just got to f- entertain them for two hours. Mm-hmm. There'll be an interval in the middle. You can do anything you want. You know, it's a big arena. Yeah, it's big. You get a mic. You know, you just go on there and just it. do something. And I'll give you 50 million. Are you going to do it? Please, mate. You know what, Pat? I'm in. Send that helicopter. <laughs> I'm coming. Give me that 50 okay, million. Okay, just step out the um, uh, theoretical thing for a second. Are you serious, mate? Would you do it? I am not only serious, but I'll go on and do some stand-up that I'm willing to showcase right now on the show live. Oh, my River gosh. Radio. Okay, Josh, uh, can we just really quickly confirm? Mm-hmm. Would you honestly do this? I would you? honestly do it. You really would? For a good mate, for some good money. It's you are a good money, mate, honestly. and that is good money. Josh, you've got about 30 seconds. Let's hear your stand-up comedy routine live at the O2 Arena. This is my moment of train for this. This is my moment of for this oh sorry that's just me hype myself up <laughs> backstage okay this is Josh before we go on air on the river radio as well. every time <clears throat> okay hey <clears throat> hi 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 O2 arena how where's Patrick <sighs> he's not here at the moment but I'm here live to give you some some live uh, perfor- performance of my stand-up routine uh, just give us a joke and get on with it all right what's what's the deal with the airplane food it's, it's up there in the sky all the time <laughs> thank you so much thank you so much I've been Josh wow. and uh, the 50 millions in my bank I'm I'm rolling on the floor with pain <laughs> yeah, it's more agonizing than humorous isn't it Josh do you know what mate that would be an iconic and do you know what Josh that says a lot about you as a friend and I think that is why we love having you on the show and you're a great part of the magic moment just because you're such a great friend and we've got a great segment coming up josh but for now we got a bit of mumford and sons with this new song ditmas enjoy and in time this one reminds the other of a past a life lived much too fast to hold on to how am i losing you a broken house Another dry month waiting for the rain I had been resisting this decay I thought you'd do the same But this is all I ever was And this is all you came across those years ago Now you go too far Don't tell me that I changed because that's not the Just watches as we crawl Crawl towards a life of fragile lines And wasted time And so I cry As I hold you for the last time in this life This life I tried so hard to give to you This is all I ever was And this is all you came across those years ago 
What a fantastic song. Definitely just said now into the mic. <laughs> That's an embarrassing moment. Hey? Do, do you know what? Can I just say that was honestly my fault because I was eating chocolate buttons and uh, I literally mm. said to Josh about five seconds before, go, go, go. Yeah, I was like, now? And then I just heard it in my microphone. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, well, can we can we quickly, just very quickly, mm. talk about the story behind the buttons incident? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Go for it, Josh. you got about, you got about one minute. We'd okay. love to hear it. Okay, mate. So Patrick, um, obviously, has he decided to give a present to the station manager very nicely. Because I have messed her about a lot. Yeah, well, so it's to say thank you very much. Mm. And so it's chocolate buttons, and they've been sitting there throughout the show. And just while that song played, Patrick decides to start devouring them and opens them up and then and then <laughs> offers them to the stage manager and says, would you like some of her present? <laughs> of her present. <laughs> so that was pretty great. I'm just such a nice guy. I just eat other people's presents. Oh. Honestly, you should see me on Christmas. I'm opening other people's gifts, putting them on. <laughs> and offering it to them. Here, you would like this one. Oh, yeah, I think I would. You can borrow it if you want. No, I think that cologne was for me, but thanks. <laughs> Thank you for letting me borrow so, it. So, Josh, we've got about one minute left. Uh, we'd love to celebrate people, uh, and we'd like to make people feel good on this show. Absolutely. We've got a very quick segment, Josh, um, called Turn Your Frown Upside Down. Let's hear it. Absolutely. So, like, if someone eats your chocolate buttons, you might have a frown. So, Who would do such a terrible <laughs> thing anyway, moving on? I don't know, Josh. Just a truly... A person that's a horror movie, right? It was meant to be. It was meant You're to predicting be. predicting the future, that's magic. Foreshadowed it at the start of the show. <laughs> but yeah, so we want to end this show, the River Radio, the magic moments, with turning your frown upside down and just giving some tips to help you if you feel like you've been in a bit of a rut or just feeling a bit down. These are just four things that you can do quickly that are just guaranteed to raise your mood, even just by a little bit, and help you to just have a bit of a better day. And so we're going to just hop right into it with the four. And we're just, we're just going to do it bish, bash, bosh really quickly. And so the first one is have a cold shower. Just wakes up the whole body. Just can do a whole 180 on the mood. It's basically like having a coffee, but for your body. 